We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Hit me with the video, Mike. The video is incoming uh, now. Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Nary Signs. I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. All right. Welcome to the What's Up Bro podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to uh, listen or watch if you're on our Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Uh, people, friends come and talk about uh, the weekly uh, life events and then uh, comment with no educational uh, <gasps> fact checking. Uh, I am there science with me as usual is Mike Merkdahl. What's up, bro? <laughs> and Missy. Have <laughs> you ever been so tired that you feel drunk? I just woke up. I had another one of those naps because I got called in early to where I had to wake up at four in the morning today. And then when I got home from work, I fell asleep into the, that kind of thing where I woke up and it was like I had been shot with a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> where you're just like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy, man. Yep. Crazy. You're crazy. I love you, but you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> when wow. you wake up, I, I used to I used to have those when I was a kid. I would wake up and then like my mom would be running errands and like nobody would be in the house and I'm like, where is everybody? Hello, <laughs> hello. I made my body? family disappear. <laughs> <laughs> there's like one person there is my older brother who's a complete asshole and then he would be like, I don't know what you're. I'm like, where's mom? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <gasps> mom's <gasps> been dead for ten years. <laughs> There hasn't been a mom here for 20 years. It's a mom. Wow, it's a mom. God. So, absolutely. Yeah, man. How you guys doing, man? Uh, we. I miss the times when we could make, uh, like, guesses and uh, about what you were doing when you weren't on the show. And now you're just on the show. It's, well, a, mo it's a modern technological marvel <laughs> that you're on the show, but now we can't even make fun of, well, like, oh, he's... You're going to get your wish next week, because next week I have a show. I'll be home on land. But I also have a show, so you'll get your wish next week. Yeah, land. Next week, land. you can play. What a loser! Land. <laughs> this guy with his land. Land gig. Getting <laughs> off the road Ugh, and continuing work. What a loser! What a so loser. gross. What was that? Is that your hair? <laughs> I don't need. This. I like. That's one you of my the favorite bits. <laughs> Did we? Uh, so Probably what's on not. the? What is on <laughs> the top the list for today? Because we got to bang all this stuff out. We got to make sure that we, we. My sole quest in life now is to make sure that we get 
You want to get through the agenda? The we have to get through the, the talking points in the title because God forbid we get accused of false advertising or or another copyright slam from flattered. the fucking National Tennis Association. What's up, National Tennis Association? When did we work. even talk about tennis? You know what the funny thing? You want to know the odd thing is. The odd thing is they keep flagging to the listener. Uh, we, get, uh, we, got a, we got another notification today, uh, email, uh, saying that the latest episode of Geekmore once again has been flagged by the Tennis Association <laughs> for copyright infringements, and this time it specified Arthur Ashe to 2021 U.S. Open. Yeah, some sort and of... And I was like, Arthur Who's Ashe Arthur, has... and why is he ashy? <laughs> well, Arthur well, Ashe is an amazing Hall of Fame tennis player. He was the yeah. first black champion. First He's black, like the uh, Jackie Robinson of tennis. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. know any. I he, thought I was yeah, being yeah. a total ejo. I didn't even know. No, no, no. Uh, he is legitimately great. However, he passed away like 20 years ago. Uh, so he was definitely not on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He uh, didn't, we didn't. We, or we didn't was he? Any, yeah, we didn't use uh, any footage of him, any voice, anything. And I was like, so then you got to submit uh, um, an appeal or whatever the fuck. Uh, like, I right, this is bullshit. And in order to do that, you need a laptop or a desktop. It can't be from your phones or have to phone home for that shit. And then almost immediately. Like within a minute of like getting the email saying like you have submitted, we have received your submission to look at this. And then within a minute, they were like, it's been taken away. It's yeah. been, it's fine. No. And I'm like, this is- I'm convinced the- somebody is trolling us. No, I, I, so, it's all algorithm based. All, it's got, algorithm. It's all algorithm based. So, so the thing is, is that they, they do this, they hit like, it, since it goes algorithm-based, it just shoots through YouTube, and anything it thinks might possibly be copyrighted material, it snatches, because it doesn't want to give money to people who might accidentally or who might be using copyrights I- I- incorrectly. But as a- an overcorrection, now a lot of videos that get demonetized, the money is already going back to the original cop like copyright holder. So like. You could they they're literally going to algorithm certain channels. They potentially can algorithm you to death. You know what I mean? The uh, the odd thing is that we've talked about on this podcast on Woobro, We've talked about this situation before, and we've made jokes like, "Damn it, we said tennis association. Now we're going to get flagged by the tennis association." But on the other podcast, which we don't do that, it fucking flags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm telling lose, you. lose. Yeah. So, well, you have good news on the social media front, right? I I do. I have uh, excellent news on the social media. I have a new video up, so make sure you go check it out. Yep, You're that's stupid. it. That's the only thing that's, that's happening. That's the news. No, I got my Instagram back. Uh, I got an email from Facebook uh, uh, as of day of recording yesterday. So it was two weeks and a day that my Instagram was down. And they apologize? No, they didn't apologize. Not only did they not apologize, but they didn't explain what I did wrong. They didn't no further sure. elaborate. They didn't ask me for an explanation. I, I just, once I was able to get through to somebody, they submitted something. I'm sure they co- they copy and pasted whatever I wrote in the, their, yeah, in, the yeah. in the chat, whatever. But uh, I, e- they, I emailed them last. I, I had finally got through to somebody last Wednesday. They said it was going to be 48 hours. Uh, <laughs> Jeff saying, fuck you, Tennis Association. Uh, <laughs> don't anger them, though. Look, look, look. 40 Love Geek, Geek Moore is winning. winning. 
It's true. Oh my God. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, on Friday, I was like, hey, it's been 48 hours. Any update? And I was like, very nice and very like non-aggressive. And then on Saturday, they said, hey, this is the Facebook concierge department. Wow. Yeah. And they said, uh, the person handling your case is not in today. So I don't have an update. So I'm sorry. You just have to wait longer. Like they were very apologetic and very like nice about it. And then Monday came along and I heard nothing. And then on Tuesday, I was already planning on being like, all right, checking. I'm going to send another update, send another email asking for another update. And sure enough, the email was so like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from the concierge department. Your your face, your Instagram has been reactivated. And then it listed like just for future reference. And then it says and then it listed like a laundry list <laughs> of bullet points of possible reasons, like the most common reasons our accounts are suspended. And I was like, I've done none of these. I don't. Yeah. OK, man, whatever, dude. <clears throat> so I'm back. I don't know why. I was we are happy. But I'm back. I was ecstatic. And I told this. I told Missy this yesterday, Mike. I. That was early in the morning. I'm talking about eight in the morning. And uh, I went to the gym in the morning and I did all of this afterwards. And the that was already planned, by the way. I, the gym thing was already planned. But the pep in my fucking step. <laughs> it's a beautiful morning. Like it was out. It was out loud, like, to the point that like I was walking with a swag and I was like, hey, like in between sets, like I was like working out and in between sets, I was like dancing to music. I'm like, eh, like I found myself doing all that. And I got back to my cabin and I was like, yeah. And then I literally caught myself. I was like, are you really this fucking happy? Because like, like you have, and I told myself, I'm like, you literally have a pep in your step. You have a, you have a swag to you. I'm like, oh, like there's nothing in your life that's changed. Like, right? Absolutely nothing changed except your message is now going out to 12,000 yeah. people as for, opposed to four. Four, like, it, fundamentally, my health is the same <laughs> as it was two weeks, as it has been for the last two weeks. My family's health is the same. Mm -hmm. My financial status is is two weeks better because I've been working for two weeks. So, like, that has nothing to do. It's not like I'm happy. Be, it's fuck. I caught myself. I literally was like, mm -hmm. you're, you literally have a pep in your stuff. And I was like, maybe this was what Mike was talking about having an addiction. And I was like, addiction feels great. <laughs> you're walking into that gym like you just got laid like yeah. you're just like like you know like the 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 stereotypical oh god what was um every in 40 year old school, virgin yeah every high school movie where, of him of them losing their virginity just walking in like Woo! yeah i know in 40 year old virgin where it's like good morning star shine is it this the stop singing stop singing stop singing stop singing <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your Facebook, back. bring it. That's oh. right. That's right. What are you gonna do about it, Instagram? Yep. What are you gonna do? Cancel? <laughs> He's like, I'm not a part of this. Wait, did he really drop? Oh. You're in no. such a toxic relationship with Instagram that you're like, you know, like you just talk so much shit about your ex girlfriend, and then you get back together, and then all your friends are like, <sighs> what? But weren't what? you talking shit? Is you? <laughs> she beats. It's not true. I, I literally did a bit about it. I literally I, went on stage and did a bit about like me. Like it was a It's a great bit. Uh, thanks. But I, I was just doing it to get Instagram's attention so I could get back. <laughs> so I could get back with them. It was literally that video was the equivalent of go, like going through a breakup and then posting something on, like on social media that mm -hmm. only that person will understand. Like fucking layered oh. message. You know what I mean? It's like ah. the subtweet. Or the yes. vague, the vague booking is what it's called. Right. Vague booking. Oh, is that what it's called? That's what I it don't is. know. I've heard it. I've heard that word, and I've decided to throw it around like I know what it means. Yeah, uh, Chiquita right. says 
now that it took you back, you have to stop liking all those <laughs> half-naked women pics you promised. So you can change Okay. It. And I will absolutely do that until I get comfortable again and then just do it again. It's a pattern. It's a pattern, Chiquita. It's going to keep on happening. Uh, then you're gonna then you're gonna dump Instagram for a hot young new social media platform. Well, you know, he broke up with TikTok, TikTok and he went right back to Instagram. Yeah, so I I went on TikTok for a couple of dates. Then I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't like this. Is not I want the home cooking that 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 Instagram brings. I don't like this bullshit. Now you already uh, put, you, you already put the work in for a couple of years. It's it's worth saving, baby. It's worth yeah. working through our problems. Come on, it's like girl. What, it's I'm having what, flashbacks. What every, it's like what every divorced dude says. Every divorced dude is like, it's cheaper to keep them. Like that bullshit line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working with two guys now, two entertainers now uh, this week that have both been through multiple divorces. And they're like, brother, and they're like older, right? They're like in like 60s. And brother, I'm telling you right now, it's cheaper to keep them. It's true what they say. Trust me, you don't want to go through what I went through. And I was like, I don't. But I never, I never, tr- no, I don't, I don't. Not for I, financial <laughs> reasons. I love my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but even, even financial, even non-financial, I was like, oh, I never, did, I was like, did I give, in, did I give any impression that I wanted to get divorced? I'm fine. I'm happy. Like, they didn't leave me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, I'm on a bunch of like, uh, baby boomer hate groups like they just don't like the the concept like these baby boomer memes and they make fun of like the baby boomers who are like oh back in my day blah 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 but the baby boomer humor basically boils down to like wife bad you know what i mean like there's so many so many like memes and things that like older people are posting because that was like the extent of comedy like uh, the honeymooners and like bang yeah. zoom, you know, like it was always just like your wife's an annoying bitch and you're a fucking lazy piece of shit. And it's hilarious. You know, like that's literally the, and the hilarity and yeah. there's so much comedy that's just based on like King of Queens and all that stuff is just modern versions of that same shit. You know, well, there's that new show, right? Missy, did you ever watch it? The fuck you, Kevin or uh, Kevin, Kevin can fuck, can fuck himself. Yeah. Yes, I did. There, it it's a show i haven't seen it but the premise is fantastic where it's dark but it's fun it's, it's half it's half sitcom it's half like a sitcom yes i have heard about this and then and then and she'll walk through the door and she'll no, no longer be feel or look like a sitcom and then it'll be all the reasons why her husband that in a sitcom looks you know comical in real in real life is a toxic fucking relationship. Yes, it's the girl from yeah. Shit's Creek, right? Annie Murphy. Yes, that's yeah. I, I don't know her real name. Yeah, sorry. no, I, I was... apologize for no, no I but, was <clears throat> no, but the you idea know. of like that that breakdown of like the the like the tropes of uh, Nary, you, you just posted that thing about Titanic on your page, or you posted that earlier today, or whatever. I forwarded. Yeah, you I yeah, shared. you shared you shared a thing. And not, was, my <laughs> not my thoughts. Not my thoughts. Because we have a grow a spy, Nary. We have we have we have a diehard Titanic fan in the on the panel. So I'm just gonna it, give a disclaimer. Yeah. Me? It's yes. basically no. Like, you're not a diehard Titanic fan. When I was 14 and I saw it for the first time. Didn't you? T- haven't you told me recently that you watch it multiple times throughout the year? I actually don't. That's oh. Stephanie Ulloa, not you me. You just told me this like six months ago. You're like, I watch it every year. And I'm like, every year? Jesus Christ, that's a four-hour movie. Holy fuck. Three hours and 14 minutes. But no, I don't watch well, yeah. it that often. 
No. Oh, but you're not a super fan. First of all, when it first came out, it was a moment. First of all, it was Leo DiCaprio and his dreamiest. I was 14 and I've owned that movie in every format that you could. Sure. But But you're not a super fan. But I'm not. I'm not watching it (laughs) the same amount of times that I'm watching The Heat or like forgetting Sarah Marshall or anything. Like I'll watch it once in a while, but not like go out of my way. Like I watch Romeo and Juliet a lot more than I do forgetting Titanic. Sarah Marshall is a great well, okay, first of all Romeo and Juliet is half the amount of time that Titanic so yeah that would make sense but you but have to pay attention because of the <laughs> the language so it's it balances wait, out do you wait did you did I hear you say the heat or heat like no. Al Pacino De Niro heat no I, no she's no, talking Sandra about Bullock, Melissa McCarthy that yeah. movie is fucking hot garbage holy shit you watch that movie over and over again I, I'm snack now. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the the post because I do think it's like it's in it's in the vein of like reevaluating. I like how you do it. Thank you for muting your microphone. I uh, the that it's like reevaluating certain things that you took for granted as like the way they fed it to you, like sitcoms. Like the sitcoms tell you like this is hilarious, and then you look back like and your like, childhood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh wait, that's trauma. Uh, this some guy named Brandon McName, which I think is funny, uh, posted. He's like, just watched Titanic for the first time as an adult, and man, do I have some takeaways. First off. Great movie, fantastic actually, but there but then there's this rose lady. Just awful. First off, Bill Paxton has spent years of his life trying to find this diamond. Dude's got an entire operation and business dedicated to it. He invites Rose to stay on his ship, puts her and her daughter up, and thoroughly explains what he has been doing and how important finding the diamond is to him. Not only does Rose have the diamond in her possession and not say shit, she also decides to bore the entire crew with this long-ass two-day story about how she scored with some random dude one weekend 80 years ago behind her fiancé's back. Oh, and then they listen to the whole fucking story. She throws the diamond in the water and then goes and dies on this poor fuck's boat. Nice gal. Oh, then... She goes to heaven. She's reunited with that random dude she shacked up with in a Model T one weekend 80 years ago and not her actual husband. You know, the guy that was there for her for her entire adult life, raised children with her and had grandkids with and had grandkids with all the while she hid a wild and freaky time. She hooked up with a guy on a highly publicized cruise ship that killed 1500 people then left the same guy she cheated on her fiance with to freeze to death while she sang a stupid song on a fucking floating door big enough for two yeah that guy rose dewitt bukater biggest villain in any movie of all time I've been on mute the whole time, but I've been screaming, laughing. Holy shit, that's such an accurate description of that movie. It's so accurate. And and in the light of like privilege and the the like the how much the wealthy manipulate the world to have this rich girl like make this story all about herself. It's like, get the fuck out of here, Rose. But Bill Pax it is assumed at the end that Bill Paxson gets like hooks up with the granddaughter, right? There's a I, giant fucking diamond in the water. The whole wow. reason he's he's trying to put the love over money. I I love the fact that you literally made all of that go away by saying, <laughs> yeah, but but Paxton fucks his daughter, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's fine. Like that story yeah, be fine. Like what? I didn't say right? fucks. I said it's you insinuated said, that they no, hook you up. You said they hook up. That could that's be a makeout. 
That's not okay. He gives up his entire life's pursuit to make out with somebody. You don't know. Maybe she's a really good kisser. What do you know? No kiss good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's such a great, accurate, accurate, accurate. It really is. Description is so funny. Can I just say? Can I just say? This is these are the two main women in, in Mike's life. Ready for this? Yolanda says, I have never seen Titanic. Mm-hmm. We and, love you. And Mike's mom, Tanya, says, uh, <laughs> a woman's heart is a deep ocean, which is a direct quote from the movie. So you have one mom who has never seen the movie and the other mom who can quote the fucking film. Like, movie that's night. hilarious. I've, I've, uh, have. The yin and yang, baby. The yin and the yang, baby. Yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man that is like honestly 10 out of 10 that guy should write movie reviews for every movie he's great yeah i will say that is that that, like his shtick i don't know i I just saw this post i don't know nary nary oh i and i saw it because somebody else shared it yeah i'm very i'm not on facebook often uh i'm literally just on facebook to clear notifications (laughs) like okay clear 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 okay i read it i read it i read it and then i went to and then i i literally honest to god went to go watch the the Mount Geekmore episode that we recorded on Monday. For some reason, it didn't go out live on Facebook. So yeah, you were only streaming. Uh, whatever, that's behind the scenes. Yeah, so I was dealing with that, and I saw my friend on Facebook share something, and I'm like, oh, let me go check this out. And I read it, and I'm like, fuck, this is so good. So I shared. That was the first time I shared anything that wasn't my kids' pictures in a very long time on Facebook. I don't really do that. Did anymore. you did you think that was gonna piss me off? No, I was because you were disclaimering it like we need to tread carefully. I was making an actual joke because I did because I'm the one that shared it publicly. I don't care that if anybody gets, I, I was making. A joke. I, I there is a th- a thing that that was going around like people sharing, um, like the you know how like cable channels on the TV guide channel or with the descriptions on the guide. Yes, yeah, yeah that yeah. it would give like the proper. It's like a uh, uh, girl teams up with a sc- mm-hmm. uh, girl uh, arrives in a new country, murders first person she sees, jo- joins up with a gang to murder again. Wizard yeah. of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, There's, so There's a ton of them. That's like, I, I aspire to have like that level of creativity to just. There's a girl on TikTok that does like. She has like that movie trailer voice and she goes and she d- does exactly that like does a run through of the movie and the whole time you're watching it like completely oh, enamored yeah. and it's like a uh, new moon and it, and it's but you would think it was like an oscar award-winning like film that's the shtick she does it like you know how yeah, they introduce the best picture nominees in the oscars where they do like a young woman you know struggles with the because completion of her problem you know like and film then it's like, reminds us that no matter what love binds us ladies this and gentlemen, is Glitter. New moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, ladies and gentlemen, Gili. You know, like, it, it, like, like that's how they, they, how they do it. That's great. I love that. Good for them, man. That, Good for I, them. Finding a gimmick, man. Find a gimmick. I, I did don't a, have one. I did a during the pandemic. I did a couple uh, movie reviews mm. uh, that I posted to YouTube. Uh, check them out; they're on YouTube. And one of them was Titanic because I had not seen it since it came out. Like I, I, I could honestly tell you that I hadn't seen Titanic since the double cassette VHS came out. And even mm. then, I don't think I saw it in its in its completion. Um, so you want to know been... where it would stop the first VHS or no? Okay, cool. Uh, and then uh, it would be like 20 years, maybe, since I, I don't know how long the movie came out. I don't know when the movie came out. I, I 97. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I, I rewatched the movie as an adult. I had some of these thoughts uh, that this guy had. Uh, but my, one of the things I focus on is like, that dude was handcuffed and she swung the axe with her eyes fucking closed. Yeah. Accuse her for being nervous. <laughs> closed. And she hit the mark. Wait, you don't have anxiety when you're trying to break your boyfriend out of jail? Because the ship is going Boy, down? She met him that day. Listen, there's that no rhyme or reason day. to true love, Michael. This is this is every Disney movie that gets made, like in Frozen, where they're like, you can't just marry the first, like a guy you meet. That was today, very that cheeky whole of them. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah your the, whole brand, Disney. The Shut the whole fuck up. Brand. There was a podcast, uh, Revisionist History, that Malcolm Gladwell. Um, they they talk about that stuff. It kind of ruins Disney a little bit in the sense of like they that they talk to like psychologists about how problematic the little mermaid is right like everybody loves the like there's so many girls i know that L the little mermaid is like their favorite most favorite speak on it mike speak on it but it's incredibly <laughs> problematic in terms yeah. of like uh, who does the saving why should there be redemption what is the you know like that sort of thing like they it goes straight to murdering ursula when she's been like outcast and you know like they, they talk a lot about the real like presenting a more like um I guess healthy version of the story and they get people to like rewrite the story and they get voice actors. Jodie Foster does the voice of Ariel for some, you know, like they just, they just go, go listen to it. It's really, really great also because it gets you like thinking about stuff, but it's true. This is kind of in the vein of like, we've talked about it forever since the beginning of Wubro kid eyes. We've talked yeah. about that shit forever where it's like when you go back and you look at something and you're like, oh boy. Well, my favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite, um, Outside of my parents, about, I can't think of anything. <laughs> my my favorite thing about Little Mer about about Little Mermaid was uh, my favorite fix for mm. Little Mermaid was what Missy says. Uh, hey Ariel, I don't know, maybe leave a post-it note. I don't know. Fucking you signed crazy a idea. contract. <laughs> you signed a contract. You couldn't grab a piece of paper and be like, "Hey, let's smash." It's me. Like I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. I also, but I also was like, um, "How does she understand English?" Or whatever language they're speaking. Disney magic. Disney magic. <laughs> like, how does she understand a word that motherfucker says? Do they says? do it just, like, for a, a lot of characters, or they just harp on they, Ariel? They, they focus... Because if they break down Belle, I don't want any no, part of No, they mention... Well, Belle is a whole other thing. But they, uh, Belle is a whole Stockholm Syndrome thing. Sure. But the idea of... of, of um, the fact that she's also, like, the real... It, it compares it to also the real stories of, like, how... Oh, yeah. Like, like the real... All of these, like, rip-offs that are, like... <laughs> Like it's like the five below version of, of the real story. Oh no no! It's, I'm talking about like the Hans Christian Andersen and the tr the actual traditional fairy tales are super dark. Are yes, like lessons to not emulate. They're like here's why you shouldn't behave. Cautionary this way. tales. Cautionary, Cautionary. Thank you. That is the right word. Because they're like all of these fairy tales are about like you know Hansel and Gretel. It's not about Hansel and Gretel killing the witch at the end. It's about how you they're like don't wander off into the fucking woods. Like that's the whole reason. Thank that Story. Camping last year. Also, didn't you go camping last year, sir? <laughs> yeah, I took those. I didn't leave a cookie crumb trail, and I also don't believe in witches. But the idea <laughs> of um, of are you kidding me? I would have killed for a gingerbread house, a house made of candy. <laughs> Was yeah, it uh, that, that that story is also a cautionary tale about uh, uh, sugar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should not over consume sugar. Like that's. <laughs> They get to the or, house made of candy. They open the if door. If you're met foreman, like it's, it's a, a, it's an ad. Yeah. It's an ad. Wilford Brimley <laughs> opens the door and says, "Diabetes." 
time. <laughs> that would be an amazing remake of uh, Wilford the being the hero to walk through the door and like be like a uh, diabetes, not on my watch, and then blows the fucking witch away. Like, and she, he uses the things at the end of Blade where he sticks the needles with stuff and it's like insulin, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. I love this. I love this. Chiquita says, you don't believe in witches. Who are you? What? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, look, I don't believe in witches, but I definitely know that some people believe they are witches. And that's enough for me. I have a neighbor. That, that was a, a very I'm sorry you feel that way kind of. There's no apology. Oh, my God. Missy will get this reference. This is an episode of, of Superstore where like witches <laughs> aren't real. Yes, they are. Just like unicorns, unicorns are unicorns used to exist. <laughs> There's a whole episode, and in the break room, they have a fucking whiteboard of things that everybody agrees are fake, things that used to be real, and then oh. things that aren't real. And some of them include unicorns used to exist; they used to be real. And then somebody thinks that one of them thinks that are that reindeers are 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 not real. They're mythical. And they're like, what? There was a reindeer in the store last year. And they're like, oh, I thought I thought that was just me. I thought I was just seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. But I mean, that honestly, like when you learn about animals that exist in the world, it's not hard to like like a, a horse with a horn. Sure, why not? There's like crazier shit than a there's a dolphin thing. with a horn. Yeah. Fucking, isn't there like a didn't they didn't the the they reported this week that there's uh they're picking up um messages in the satellites from like outer space in the like outer outer space like they're coming that always happens but uh speaking of life forms in a recent viral tiktok an indonesian woman can be seen cooking her husband's expensive pet fish to protest against his laziness in the video posted October 8th, TikTok user blank, 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 blank is seen scaling and seasoning the arowana fish, which can go for as much as $300,000 before deep frying it to teach her husband a lesson. This is our Little Mermaid tie-in because it's uh, flounder. But a lesson about what? Like, what did you I don't do know. She's just mad. Her? I think she's, what if she well, was she, a witch and she's casting a spell? She did say laziness. She did say his laziness, which is a very broad, like laziness about what? Like putting the seat down? Like yes. what are, uh, laziness what? about what? Like, because like, this isn't just, oh, I, I threw away $300,000. This is, I burnt, I cooked, like I murdered and cooked a prize pet. Like there's something more there. Also, shout out to her for frying it and not being a dick and boiling it. Yep. Because <laughs> if you're going to, fucking cook something might as well be delicious and i'm all right I wonder, I wonder if it was i wonder if it was good <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna cause a three hundred thousand dollar fight at least cook it right you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, right let's go to some comments we have um jeff nary's gym videos violate community guidelines watch out nary um uh da, 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 da. oh no we did that one already um bill paxton gets the real jewel at the end which he's talking about the daughter not my favorite movie too rich for my tastes yeah that, that sounds like the woman who raised me cool um so, uh jeff it was a great a really great nudie picture of her she wanted to save his life i don't get that, that makes, you know that was the first do you think that was the first nude pic like hey send me a dick pic and you're like, 
Oh, there's there's like in ancient Rome, there's pictures of stuff carved on the wall. There's like graffiti that's like that's basically like the equivalent of like for a good time call whatever. Like and uh even um prostitutes used to have sandals that said like for pussy follow me this way on the bottom. So when they were walking in the footprints, like it would say to like follow like yeah. That's a great business strategy. Marketing has existed since the dawn of man. It's been and you know it's weird. You know it's weird that even in the caves of Greece they had the little at symbol. Yep. Uh, <laughs> follow me at yeah. Sandals in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just found my sandals new at in the sandals sand. in the sand. Uh, <laughs> sand castles. <laughs> <laughs> castles in the sky um, I don't know would you could you ever be that mad uh you, you both of you have spouses so I would answer this question very carefully but would you ever be that no. mad that you would cook somebody's three hundred thousand dollar pet Go full fatal attraction on somebody no way well here's okay so- <laughs> because i don't i don't like the fact that the phrasing is is uh uh is kind of confusing it's kind of misleading because the phrasing is would you ever cook your 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 spouse's pet and i'm like this is a fucking fish let's be realistic some people like I understand. But Just because we a, look at it as food doesn't mean that it's not a pet to somebody else. What, well, what if he I, was a vegan? It's a very oh. rare fish th- worth th- up to three hundred. Again, again, I'm not debating whether or not she what she did was right. What I'm saying is the phrase "pet" for a fish is living fast and loose with the fucking term yeah, yeah. "pet." In my it's opinion, a decoration. It, it's it's for decoration. It's Ooh. a fucking uh, literally Bond villains have them f- as a fucking backdrop. Like it's like let's be honest. So I what I would say is uh, I think it's wrong that she did it because he was a atta- he had attachment to this thing. Mm. But it's also something. It's also a food that they eat pretty consistently, right? Or I mean, to rookie's bitch. point, rookie. The lesson was don't stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start saying all like profanity in that. You know God, what? That is a good point. That's a that's a really good point, rookie. We will we will take that into consideration. But <laughs> well, now, not- thanks, thanks, rookie. Now, fucking, I mean, you want to? Yeah, yeah. Should have told us. Where were you ago. fifteen years ago? <laughs> you could have saved a life, rookie. Uh, Yolanda says, "I would have sold the fish." Me too. I feel like that would have been a better move than cooking it. Yeah. Like no, wanna- I think a more vindictive move, a smarter move is to sell it and keep the money. A more vindictive move to yeah. send a message. Would have it's been ain't about the money. Perfect. It's about sending a message. Yeah. Send, you send, it I'm, would be I'm about sorry, the I'm money. If there's $300,000 on the table, it would be a little bit about the money. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm watching Sopranos and I'm very like, fucking send You're a message. You're a gangster. Yeah, You're I want that fish would... dead. I want Are you watching like... Wood. I want that fish sleeping with the fishes. I mean... I mean, you know. uh, are you watching like a best of run no, or like the whole series? I'll watch, I'm the whole series. I'm on season six already. Season He's six got episode. Time. I uh, mm-hmm. well, my wife and I started watching Sopranos for the first time. She bought me the 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 whole DVD collection uh, for Christmas many many years ago before we even had children. And then we I we started watching like three or four episodes, and then like life happened, which is whatever. And then when I started streaming. HBO Max, I started, I put it on maybe right when HBO Max came out. So like maybe like, I don't know, eight months ago, whatever it was. And we watched three almost. Yeah. I think like the beginning up to season four. 
So it was like three, four seasons and a little bit more. Mm. And then she was just like, I will take a break because it's a, it's a, it's a lot of violence and it's not a, there's no levity and there's no, and I'm like, <sighs> so finally I got to the point where I was like, are you going to fucking watch this or not? Are you going to, cause I'll just keep fucking watching. And she was like, you know what? Go ahead and watch it without me. And I'm like plowing through the last, I got through three seasons in the last like week. I'm like, yeah. okay, here we go. Well, that, it's that- great. Look at being in a relationship now. I have we, those homework assignment shows where you're like you don't you can't watch ahead. You know, like we got to watch those. Are the shows we're watching together. Mike, we, you could watch ahead as long as you rewind it before you fucking go home and watch, yeah. and then you just got to watch it again. It's you got to watch it again. No, but it's watching, also like dummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. Like uh, Netflix when it says like pre- like where you want to like catch back up where you left off. What a fucking tattletale all these yeah. streaming services are Snitches now. get stitches. Which is, why you have to, which is why you have to rewind it so it doesn't say that. you. Even though you watch it, you have to rewind manually. Is that really you, a relationship? I love how you have a tactic. Is I don't that really, really a relationship file? No, Ask. no. I mean, we, I guess yes. certain couples. I guess certain couples. But my, no, like, it's, it's I a don't courtesy. mind it. No, it's, it's a courtesy issue. If you've agreed to wait you should wait. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a dumb TV show or whatever. You can't soak you your way both, out of it. If, if you have agreed to it, that is a commitment that you've agreed to. Whether how stupid yeah. or dumb you may seem, but you've agreed to it. I have uh, been watching stuff also, that she tunes out. Like she's just like, uh, like when she's done with it, she's like, you can watch something. You know, like mm-hmm. like eh, this is trash. <laughs> you can move on. Ninety day fiance. Here I come. Mean, meanwhile, uh, she's she's watching Downton Abbey, which I I have not watched. I'm sure I could enjoy it, but part of me is also like, do I really want to invest in Downton Abbey? I don't. I, yeah, I've I, seen, I, every I, clip that I've seen, I'm like, this sounds dab drab as fuck. I feel like I'm too trashy to to commit to. I feel like I would, yeah, I'm too trashy for that. I would be like, where's the fucking violence or something like that. And it's where's like, the violence? Where's the violence? I, I demand the violence. Well, not, I, yeah, not not that. Just what I said. <laughs> The, the sure, you know. but when you talk to her about fucking rugby, then it's a whole separate issue. Excuse me, ah. I am a I'm a th- athletic supporter. What of it? Yep. What of it? Uh, Jeff fun. says you fry their fish. They fry your fish. You fry their goat. They fry your canary. You fry their cat. It's the Fijian way. We send one of those to you. They send one of those to the hospital. You send one of the others to the morgue. What's the what do you what's happening? That's the Untouchables. Oh Untouchables. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I definitely think that uh, I, if you have a pet fish, there are people that get like really obsessed with the like tank and getting the maintenance. So I'm sure that fucking hurt the guy. Red flag though. But <laughs> oh, you th- oh so okay, someone having a lot of fish is a red flag. No, if you're that obsessive about your fish tank, but you don't care about paying your bills on time, yeah, that, we don't that have exists. Enough, this isn't an Amanda the asshole. We don't have enough to go on. It was just like a story posted. Well, about. I mean, but she's saying in general, she what she's saying in life is like if you are like there, like you said, there are some people that obsess about cleaning the tanks and mm-hmm. like all this. And if you're one of those people who are obsessive about that, however, there's another part aspect of your life in which you let slack. Let's slack. You're like, well, get your shit together, man. Like your fucking sword collection is fucking all dusty. You gotta fucking, you gotta, 
If you're going to have it, dust it. You know what I mean? Pasar un trapo, bro. Pasar un trapo ahí, bro. Hey, man, my my Skyrim life is going great. Leave me alone. My Red Dead Redemption 2 camp is fully pimped out. Can I just tell you that we talked about the, you guys talked about the, the, we talked about the the, uh, decorative swords on the wall a few episodes Mm. ago. And then we posted that clip recently uh, because the audio version went up for that episode. And two guys commented and they're like no that's could i the the comment the caption was decorative swords home, for home uh uh swords for home decor yay or nay and there were two different dudes that was like absolutely yes absolutely and i know those two dudes personally and each one of those dudes has decorative swords <laughs> for home decor and i just think it's hilarious they're like what's wrong with that and i'm like a lot I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, should we talk about Dave Chappelle? Sure. We I like to... the eye roll. Oh, Mike has an eye roll on there. Like he's no, like... I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand the people who are like, it's a comedy special. You know, There's, it's just like people. It's like it's like it's like when people idolize a political figure or whatever. It's, it's like he's just a guy, you know, like I get it. You're a fan, but also like. I haven't seen it yet, so I I don't know. Well, I it what we're, we're talking about is uh, well, the, the the people coming the, to his defense is what I'm talking about. Because oh, I don't I, about it, but but it's the exact opposite. Now, what's happening is the exact opposite. People are coming to his defense because there are mobs of people who are uh, demanding his cancellation. So there what has been uh, how and how how what is what like cancellation how they want uh, he they, want, they, they want that they literally want netflix to stop airing a special they at the end uh the um glad is one of the organizations that has uh-huh. for, formally submitted uh for netflix to remove the special off of their platform uh, another one is and i forget it's a uh organization for the betterment of black people i don't i don't know the name yeah. of the, or the name of the organization i don't know so they have literally been calling for his cancellation. It's not theoretical. It's not like it's there. Well, they're allowed to are, do that, though. Yeah, sure, that's fine. But uh, their reasoning is what's the is what is uh, the topic of conversation. Uh, I, I for one, I'm uh, I owe a lot to Dave Chappelle. My, I'm personally and my career wise mm-hmm. because it's. Be- because I got to open and tour for him that I got seen by somebody who hired me for a party who then later on had a guest that was an upper management at cruise lines and I started working cruise ships. So there is a direct mm-hmm. chain of events that have occurred due and thanks because of Dave Chappelle. Like I could trace it. Like it's not an imaginary or fregative line, chain of events. There is an actual chain of events that I can right. say this changed my life uh, for the better. With that said, I am not one of those that prays to the Church of Chappelle's comedy where I say everything he does is brilliant and everything he does is hilarious. There are some specials that I have very thoroughly enjoyed and thought, oh, my God, that shit is hilarious. This special is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then the very next special, I'll be like, I, I didn't find it funny. I, yeah. it's, not my, it's not my cup of tea. So I'm, I'm very much, I say all of this as a disclaimer to say, like, I have reason to side with Chappelle, but I'm also just telling you that I am not. You're not one, a Eustica fan. You're not like universally supportive of everyone. Right, correct. I, I would I, immediately, and I, I believe to be that way with most 
things that I like. Even Bill Burr, who I think is the best comedian out there. Bill Burr is, yeah. That black and white special, I did not like. I didn't care for. I didn't think it was funny. Paper Tiger or whatever? No, Paper Tiger is a new one. Uh, it's the latest one. The one before that, he did a black and white one. And uh, I... I, I don't. I, I must be mixing them up. I or yeah, yeah, yeah. one big one. Yeah. Um, so my whole point to say out of this is to say that that ha- half of the, the latest special, Chappelle's latest special, which I believe is called what's what's it called? The closer. The closer. Yes. It's an hour long special. In the first thirty minutes, I found okay. It was fine. I didn't find hilarious. I didn't find like it was whatever i didn't i was kind of like eh, here we go again this is another one that i'm oh it's just fine and then he got that last half hour was mind-boggling if as a comedian as a performer you watch this dude what he how he wrote how he performed the message that he sent and it was like a fucking master class i, I just sat there in awe like holy really? shit and uh, I, I don't want to, you know, blow too much smoke up at the guy's ass or whatever. But it, it was really, as a as a performer, as a as a comedian myself, I was astounded how this guy would weave in and out between heart wrenching, um, what felt like, what came off as a sincere, you know, messaging and jokes, and he just weaved in and out, and it was a. It was a masterclass. There's no other way to say it. There's a masterclass. Well, but did you only feel the it last was, half hour. Did you feel like it was anti-trans? Which is let's no, say no. Which is, is which is again the message. Like the whole half hour, he there he verbally says, "People who think that I'm anti-trans are just repeating the highlights from previous." Uh, articles and he gave dates in 2007. This happened, like he did, blah, 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 blah. and then he says, If you listen to what I've always said, I've never been anti trans, I've been anti the people who are spewing uh, those headlines. So I'm not talking about the trans mm-hmm. community, I'm talking about one person saying, and then he gives a whole thing. I'm, I don't want to, but yeah, it's, no, you can't do it's, uh, like- it's really is. So I think my personal opinion. Somebody, I was listening to Ari Spears talk about it. And do I think that it's a better special than, say, Killing Me Softly? No, I don't think it's a better. Let, let me rephrase that. I don't think it's funnier right. than Killing Me Softly. I do think that this is one of the best specials of all time for very really? different reasons. Very different reasons. Not because it's funny, but because of the mastery of what he did and how he did it the I'm not second gonna... half hour. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not going to say anything as to the quality. But I haven't seen it. But as someone who hasn't seen it and has just kind of heard the back and forth from different points of view, because like I'm looking at a headline now, Damon Wayans says Dave Chappelle freed the comedy slaves. And then the the writer of this who is black is is like, I'm getting real tired of y'all using slaves so loosely. You know, like the the, the, that, the again. That's just you see that, and that's people what, are that's kind of what the problem. That's kind of what the problem is right there. That guy saying, "Oh, you guys are using slave loosely." It's like th- that. Your your what you're focusing on is not the t- is n- that's kind of what Chappelle was talking about right there. Right. You're focusing on the word slave and the usage of the word slave as opposed to the overall message that that statement that Damon Wayne's himself said. No, well, because I, you're making it seem as if slave is is only. Uh, is only uh, talking about black people, and it's not. 
No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that there's people coming to his defense and mm -hmm. saying really hyperbolic shit. Like no one just says it's like he should be allowed to do whatever he wants. No, they're like he freed this late. You know, like they everything is like all or or like nothing. Like there's no there's no like it's like this, the pendulum doesn't swing. It just and it just like goes bang, 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 bang. You know, like you're either for or against. The use of the word slaves, or whatever. That's this person's pickup on on Damon yeah. Wayans. Not the special. This is I'm not, right. no, I'm, no. I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. That's an example of what Dave was talking about. You're nitpicking. You're picking a certain word, and you're focusing. You're hyper focusing right. on that instead of focusing on the message that was meant to be conveyed. Right. That was literally spoken about. That's what I'm. That right there is a prime example of something. Do you I, feel that he, who specifically left his own show because he felt that that the jokes about race were mm -hmm. not being taken in the right way and were being mm -hmm. um, laughed at the wrong kind of laugh? Remember, he talks about that in interviews right. and stuff like that. Right. Do you feel that it, he there's some people I'm not saying this. There's some people that are saying that he can he's now kind of a hypocrite in the sense of an, another marginalized community. He's doing that to them the same way he felt that it was being done to him by no. people in power because of, of the it's by people in power of the the punching down. Right, like he, they were like, like. Oh, the people, man, trust me, I, I would love to answer this question, but I I'll watch spoiling. it. We'll talk about it. Next I would time. be spoiling because he specifically talks about the punching down comment, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, man, the la first half hour, I'm, Missy told me she goes, "Oh, I watched her." I asked her, I just asked, "What have you watched?" She goes, "I, I watched the first half hour. It wasn't anything. It was whatever." And I didn't want to say anything other than I didn't want to be like, "Go watch the second half hour," because well, I felt the exact same. I felt the exact same way about the first half hour. I was like, "Eh, it's eh, it's fine." It's so fine. It's what I'll say is that the first half hour is when he does. He's in the thick of of all the jokes that have pissed everyone off, and I wasn't. I, I wasn't laughing. I, I, I this is why I told Neri is that in his other specials, I found myself laughing a lot more out loud and I wasn't laughing this time. And yeah. um mm. I can understand Missy even Missy even liked I, his previous special. Missy was like, This is hilarious. And I remember thinking I remember telling her, like, I don't think it's funny. And well, she was wait, like, You're fucking and, crazy. And that yeah. and to his point, um, he I know Neri's a big Bill. Burr fan and I mm -hmm. had I watched one of his specials and I didn't think it was funny. I wasn't offended, but I didn't think it was funny either. And it like blew a hole in his head. So um, I got more upset at that. Yeah, he was so like, "How?" He's like, "I I would have preferred you be offended." And I'm like, "No." Well, she, she told me she goes, "Oh, I'm not offended." By the way, I go, "That's even worse." Yeah. Like, if you tell me you don't like the special because it offends you, that's fucking one thing. That's understandable. The fact that you don't think this is fun, like that, I was really. But yeah, really, so I don't want to. I don't know about that. Talking about the Chappelle thing, because you're asking me questions that get that literally get addressed by him right and that's where the mastery comes in that's what i'm talking okay. about right now. all right I, i'm gonna watch it and and the thing is is that I but do, you always I sound feel, like you're gonna watch it with your arms folded because like like <laughs> i i'll be honest with you i genuinely disagree with some of the stuff he's already said and other specials like where i can see where i was like i'll be honest with you so the the last couple specials to me have been bad like i just do not like them I don't what? think they're funny. Even the jokes I feel are like clunky and like it's just him trying well, that's to be this like philosopher the, thing as the, opposed to writing bits. And I'm like, the, this is not funny to me. Well, the last the last special, I don't I don't know the order. That's why I keep yeah, doing yeah. this. I don't it, know the order. He put out but, fucking four specials in three years. Uh oh no. 
uh, the last special that he put out, uh, and I don't recall the name of it, that's the one that Missy really thought it was hilarious. She's like, watch this part. And I'm like, I don't, it was okay. Like, there was a couple of funny things here and there, but it was, I, I, again, I don't pray to the Church of Chappelle. Stick, I'm not Sticks that Sticks and dude. Stones is the one that I thought was really funny. Yeah, so oh. that's... He makes yeah. fun of of uh, this was off off the, uh, off the tail Jesse Simone thing and, and oh that yeah that was hilarious. that was a good special I think that's that, the last one I really I liked. think yeah. that was a good I think that was a good bit but the rest of the special I was like eh, yeah yeah, uh, I thought that, yeah. I'm anyways let's go so, to comments and then we can go to am I the asshole before you gotta leave sure um uh my dad hey dad. We're binging Manifest right now. Manifest. I've heard good things, and Netflix saved yeah. it for their their last season. So my, yeah. I'm looking into that. Uh, Jeff, Netflix fired a trans employee that walked into a board meeting to protest. They hired them back, and now all the team's employees are planning to walk out on Netflix until they remove the special. That's one, I guess, the canceling. That's Rookie saying, that. aside from Weinstein, has anyone actually been quote unquote canceled? Even Bill Cosby is walking around a free millionaire. Yeah, that's true, and he's a convicted rapist. Uh well. Well, it depends what we're talking about cancel because when we gave the example of they want to cancel Chappelle, they literally want to cancel his special from Netflix. Right. So what is your definition of cancel? Because the dude from the fucking morning show, the tonight show, the morning, uh, good Matt, morning Lauer. Matt Lauer. Yeah. Matt Lauer is done. Like he yeah, hasn't he's, been on TV. He's been canceled. Yeah. He's been canceled, um, but, but he still has money and he's not in jail. So what he's are, rich he, and free. He's going to live a rich person's life. So what, what Steve so Carell playing him in the morning yeah, show. Yeah. So. so that's uh, why I'm asking, what do you consider canceled? Exactly. Yeah. You consider him, oh, they're not canceled until they're locked up. Okay, then then you're right. But yeah. if Matt Lauer is rich and he's free, but he's not, he's no longer he's on TV and he's job. no longer working. He doesn't yeah. have a career. Uh, Chiquita says, I know, like Dane Cook, I, th I thought I was a fan based on one special and then. <laughs> it's a dark time when I thought Dane Cook was funny. I like Dane Cook. I still listen I to some getting of his bits funny. I still like think instant some of regret. <laughs> um, I still think some. I will go to bat for certain, not all Dave, Dave Dane Cook bits uh, at Dave Chappelle bits. But yeah, all right. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for putting a camera in my bedroom? Or am I? I am I the asshole for telling? Um, wait, where's the other one? Am I the asshole for getting my wife a lockbox to keep her makeup because my daughter refused to stop taking it? Let's do the camera in the bedroom. I'm curious. <laughs> camera in the bedroom. Uh, am I the asshole? I, 22-year-old male, live in an apartment with my roommate, who is also a 22-year-old male. We are both attending college part-time and get along well with one another. The lease is under my name only. My roommate is not planning on living in the apartment after college. I do work night shift three days a week. My hours are 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. He, somet he sometimes has his girlfriend stay overnight, which is no problem, as my boyfriend will stay when he visits. When I come home from work, I have been noticing my bed has been a mess, and I've found clothing that did not belong to me in the sheets. I am awful with confronting people, but I know it's not my boyfriend, as he lets me know beforehand when he's staying over. I ordered a camera and placed it in a spot where it can't be seen. I went to work, and the camera app notified me that there was motion in the room. I turned the camera on and saw my roommate and his girlfriend on my bed. I was mortified and stopped watching the video. My boyfriend came over the next morning, came over in, in the morning, and I showed him the video of my roommate and girlfriend on the bed. My boyfriend texts the video to my roommate, and he texts back that he wants to talk when he gets home. 
Ruben and I talk about the situation and I tell him that it's disgusting that he has his girlfriend, that he and his girlfriend are using my bed. Roommate's defense is that the bed is more his, that this bed is more comfortable than his. That's his what I was going to say. His girlfriend, maybe it's a therapeutic bed. I don't know. His girlfriend comes over in the evening and she starts attacking me for putting a camera in the apartment. Am I the asshole for putting a camera in my bedroom? I have my opinions. You can form your own. Nary? Uh, no, he's not. No, it's no, his fucking room. Of course yeah, not. Yeah, absolutely uh, that's, not. That's the equivalent of fucking saying, like, uh, you're an asshole for putting a camera in your house when I was trying to rob you. How dare you? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. like I never consented to my to my likeness being shown to the police. That's like, so what? gross. That's I, so I don't. I don't know why anyone would think that's okay. I uh, having sex in someone else's bed. Yeah. Have you ever been to, stayed in a hotel? <laughs> yeah, but she's renting. She's renting the bed for that day. That's yeah, I'm talking renting. about like it's actually ha- not in this bed. <laughs> not this bed. I like your bed. Not no this one's bed. Um, but uh, I want to say what year is it? Like. 16 17 years ago i had like a you know a regular college student bed and i came home one day and i was getting in bed pull the sheets back and there's a con this is a true story there's an empty condom wrapper just staring at me like hey fuck you and i was like um what not the condom though right not the condom thankfully oh, they did that they were that courteous though they just left the trash not the ca- not the condom um and it was my brother's and it was a huge fight ensued. And um, oddly enough, I was outnumbered because I was a bitch and I had an attitude problem for coming at him the way that I did. What was his excuse? He Was, his, he, was your bed more comfortable? Uh, I actually never got an excuse because back then his his uh, his way his way of life was just deny everything. So it's like you, there's blood on your hand. He's like, that's not, that's not blood. Like that that kind of argument. Um, <laughs> so, in your hands. What are you doing? Look at my fucking hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? So when <laughs> I confronted him, for, when I confronted him, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And why? You know, I, I went at him. Um, I got chewed out because I had an attitude problem. So, uh, drawing from that experience and the fact that I never got justice, no, that guy is not the asshole. <laughs> like, put all the fucking cameras in your room. Yeah, That's disgusting. Well, it's also like. Um the like they act like it's hard because suddenly there is sex a sex tape of someone that exists recorded in some way that you now have that the person like you unwit you unknowingly and 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 without telling them recorded a sex tape of somebody but they also like that's got to be a weird like uh, legal thing of trespassing within an apartment you already have access to you know what i mean like is where does the private space in? I'm sure that's. I, I wish, I wish I had, or I, I really don't. But like living in New York with roommates, there's like the, is the the way everybody does it. Like you have to survive. You got to get like six roommates in one apartment. I I wonder how many times something like this just comes up. Like it just happens. I feel like it should just be like one of those things you don't have to discuss. Just don't this fucking is a tell me exa- bad. This is a this is a prime example of the girls embarrassed. That she got caught. Yeah. And immediately the defense mechanism is to go to 
hey, you are wrong. I can't believe you did this. Oh, and like if you the, bust your significant other doing some shady shit on the phone and then the argument becomes you this was an invasion of privacy. That's what rookie that's what rookie just put. Yeah, rookie yeah. just posted up um I don't agree with rookie on this one by the way. It's There's like going through someone's phone. Snooping is wrong in all cases unless you find something. Then it's retroactively right, not the asshole. I do believe that I don't agree with that rookie. is wrong. So, yeah. And I don't care. If you are already at the point where you need to be snooping you are not communicating effectively, and you're 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 you should have already broken up with someone. Uh, uh, that that that's a little too fucking high and mighty, fucking nah. uh, soapboxy shit. But I don't if you're already working. distrusting, like because it's not look, if someone cheats on you and you find out, then you know. But if the suspicion is what kills emotionally like like if you can't trust and you just like oh whatever i'm you're walking on eggshells all the time and you're worried trust me i've been through it you know it, it it but my, my whole point is to say that it's still wrong because it's it's snooping whether or yeah. not you get you find something rookie saying if you find something then it becomes retroactively okay no it doesn't i think it, he's joking but obviously i'm just i'm saying oh, come on but I, what i'm saying is it doesn't become retroactive look at what, what happens is in your mind you're you're justifying it because you did find something wrong right but just because you're justifying it doesn't mean that it becomes right it just means right. that it's justified to you and that's fine but this girl is this girl who's mad the, the, the roommate's girlfriend who's mad it's mm -hmm. clearly just one of those it's the example you gave months ago when you talked about that you went out with your friends and that you guys were being super loud and that when the at, at a restaurant and when the major deal was like, hey, can you guys quiet down? Because some people are complaining. Your friends were immediate reaction was to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. When you had enough sense to be like, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll quiet down. Yeah, yeah. Because that's people's a lot of people's defense mechanism. I have family members who whose defense mechanism is you pointed out something I did that is clearly wrong. My defense mechanism is going to be anger well fucking yeah just be like point away from me and i'm like what okay. that happens to me at work all the time it's a hospital right so like there's gonna be bending of rules to suit like critical situations like yeah you you told us that last week where you were talking about this one lady who was like you told her hey this is wrong and she got mad at right. you like are you mad at me because i pointed it out or are you mad at me because do you disagree with why i think you're do you disagree yeah. with what you're wrong what i think you're wrong about or are you mad that i caught that i'm that i'm just and that's all you? this is that's, and that's but, all no, no, yeah. the poster is not the asshole. No, that's that's not right. now whether or not they should keep the video. That's a different conversation, no, no, no. right? Like, hey, delete the sex tape type of shit. You right. know what I mean? Well, that, okay, I mean, so um, uh, Yolanda says, "Is the camera on a tripod?" She's course. got the hard hitting questions. Uh, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. know. And then Tony came in after and said, "His bedroom, his camera," and I agree with that. So, yeah. um, I I would like to see what like the like i'm curious no i want to see the tape i want yeah, yeah, yeah of course i want to see the tape that's uh, what it sounds like it sounds like you were looking for a way to say that you're like i'm curious how do i say this and not get canceled how do I say and i'm like yeah yeah you want to see the tape i got you yeah, uh, my curiosity is i i'm just the first my first thought was like what if his bed is more bouncy and this is a soaking mormon situation where they <laughs> where they have to like it's like <laughs> the springs on your bed is better kevin the your mattress is more springy Oh, you understand? Man. This is for God what we're doing. This is the holiest way. You do you want me 
to not soak and then vi- and then go would to hell? Rather me, would you rather me sin? Uh, would you no, rather okay. me go sin? Uh, Before fucking on my bed? Yeah, go yeah, for, yeah. fucking burn a thousand times. Don't come fucking my bed. It's, it's gross. Weird. I it's yeah. Weird. I, I what's, always... what's the other? Am I the asshole? That was pretty cut and dry there. Yeah, yeah. This is another one. Uh, am I the asshole for no longer going the extra mile at work on the biggest day of the year? Um. This Who's one, this yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted one that wasn't a family thing because those are Super Bowl like, Sunday. Uh, so, context: <laughs> I've worked at my current job for five years now. Management positions opened up this year, so I decided to put my name into the ring. Management got longer hours, more pay, free meals, and more shifts. So, human resources, who was in charge of it, told us what we need, what we had to do in order to get promoted. We had to prove ourselves. So I arrived at work early to. So I arrived early well grammar he's fired uh so i arrive at work early start an hour early which is unpaid helping setting helping setting up and the place oh jesus christ helping set up the place helping set up and and the place and counting stock ensuring all the utilities are working ensuring that the machines are working and that there are no issues with the stock we have like it going off going bad um in that line, one of my newer coworkers who hasn't been here a year, a young lady, Kay, Kay is what we refer to as, has been coming to work late, goes off and hides during the shift since she needs to rest and does the bare minimum while insulting everyone else at work. First of all, I don't appreciate the fact that this guy's putting my shit out there like this. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Change my name all you want. Yeah. But fuck you. I know this is a bummer. <laughs> now, our HR time is very hyper our hr is very hyper focused on time but only in regards to coming in late and getting paid so i bust my ass off doing an extra hour or more as recommended to prove myself but when the time comes i don't get told anything just radio silence for my own supervisor and hr uh since they always have have put me in the freezer at the end of the shift to do the counting and lifting of the products they didn't understand that it's not soundproof so that I can hear them. So before the big drive between end of September and mid-October, they'd be training the new managers. And what I heard made me sad because they believed I couldn't hear them. Kay was told by my supervisor that, and HR that she was being asked to become a supervisor. Herself, she expressed that she didn't even want to be. And at this point, it was just the supervisor and me working since Kay elected to finish early but was asked to hang around. So after that, the next shift, which was the big day for us, I didn't come an hour early to start working for free for an hour. I get there. I get there. All the jobs I do aren't done. And the supervisor is struggling. She expressed. She was glad I was there. I, d- I did only what I needed to and didn't run around as an honorary assistant manager. Like I was like, I would do so checking up on everyone. And thus the outlet was hit pretty hard since no one was doing what I normally do at the end of my shift, my supervisor expressed that she was upset with me for not putting in and helping the team out. Like I had done in the past. And yes, I did feel like I let the team down on a big day, but if I wasn't going to make a statement about the last nine months of hard work being taken for granted, then I wasn't going to every for granted. I wasn't going to every day. I, I don't understand that sentence. Uh, I stopped applying for the extra shifts that I know they need people for because I, among the few people who actually, I, I was a, among the few people who actually takes a, take those shifts. So Reddit, am I the asshole for not going the extra mile that I had previously on the biggest day of the year? No, you're not. And here's the thing about, remember in the beginning when I was like... You're an HR person, so... 
Yeah, this is my time to shine. Um, remember in the beginning when I was like, you ever been so tired that you're drunk, that you feel drunk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Relatable. Um, so here's the problem with people pleasing at work is that we as a labor force, and I'm generalizing this as a broad, broad statement, but as a labor force, we have been indoctrinated to believe that you are to suffer in order to advance in your career. You are to suffer in order, you have to prove yourself, and that proving yourself bullshit, what ends up doing is that they end up putting a carrot over your head, and they're like, come on, and they just keep moving it around. And like, here's a, here's a gift card. Here's a pizza party. What do you mean? We appreciate you. Fuck those pizza parties, man. Right? I hate those things. I'm not fucking 12. I'll eat the pizza. What ends up happening? Show us some respect. What ends up happening is that you end up working yourself to the fucking bone. They keep throwing bullshit at you because it's a proven tactic, a shitty tactic nonetheless but proven that you just kind of you know egg them on and you promise them i have a friend that used to do this all the time and they used to come to me and be like but they promise i'm like they're bullshitting you they're bullshitting you because they know that you're gonna bust your ass for them and they need your numbers so they're gonna bullshit you with the idea that eventually one day when one of them fucking dies you might be considered for a job and they probably won't give it to you so why wouldn't they give it to you? Because you're such a high performer that you're fucked that they need you on the floor. So all that to say, no, he's not the asshole. That's how you make a stake stay like that's how you make a stand, take a stand for yourself at your job. Is you stop being the fucking golden retriever. And then now when shit starts falling apart, you can go, cool, pay me. And there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that. There's nothing wrong with that because I've got, got into s- uh, several different situations where I'm being pushed to think like a senior leader. Bitch, pay me. And I'll be yeah. glad to do that. It's, pay it's me. the fuck you pay me from Goodfellas. You know, it's like I, I it's in healthcare. Well, in healthcare, there's a, there's a thing called scope of practice, right? It's like a, your job description for your license. Mm-hmm. Like your license only goes so far. And Correct. then if you operate, if you do anything outside of what your scope of practice is, you are wrong. Exposing yourself to litigation right. and other stuff. You're yeah. not. You're. You're just. You're just wrong. Like for a, for a, bl- a blanket term. So when like I've been at jobs, especially uh, in the ER, when it's crazy, where it's like, you know, you try not to go outside. You can't go outside your scope of practice. You want to be helpful, but then at a certain point, you like anything you do extra, you'll never get rewarded for. Only punished. So like. And not only that, they get used to that. Like it's like in a relationship when you, it's like years go by and the, and some, the one of them is like one and someone in the relationship is like, I feel unappreciated. It's like, well, when did you start feeling unappreciated? Like at the beginning from, from the word go. And it's like, well, like if you, if you set the terms, if you set the precedent that you're going to show up an hour early for free, you think they're going to tell you not to do that? You yeah. think they're gonna tell you like that was no. that was Tony's comment by the way. Tony said his first mistake was working off the clock, um, which was accurate as fuck. That's yeah, Yolanda yeah. actually. His Yolanda, first mistake right. was working off the clock. You never work off the. I don't even. I don't even take a shit off the clock. I, I will say to this: the bathroom at work because if you're good at something, you don't do it for free. Correct. You, Joker. You do um, not. Chiquita's Chiquita. comments, great. Management, longer hours, absolutely. More pay, maybe, because of the longer hours, two plus two. In some cases, slash industries, management is about status, not about better pay. I said in some cases. She already knew that somebody was going to yeah, have yeah, yeah. something to say. Have you been here before? Yeah, um, this is fantastic. I love, yeah, Rookie, once again, 
the real once again the real asshole is capitalism and uh, that's why what's interesting is to tie it into another headline that i seen being an uh, uh hr nerd myself is that everyone's calling this this uh, giant you know the great resignation that everyone that 4.3 million people quit their jobs in august and isn't that a phenomenon and what it actually is is a fucking labor strike They've yeah. just rebranded it at this. Oh, what what could it be? Mm. What could it possibly be? Because it, I was talking about like it's just we have all, we were raised to believe that you know you suffer for your your paycheck. That's that's the standard. That's what happens. And now COVID was a game changer in that respect because people have a lot to leverage now against that their quality of life their well-being mm -hmm. and just the economics of it because why would a mom or a dad go back to work to be to go back into an office to be able to sustain a budget that requires two grand in childcare? if you fire me I'm saving the two grand anyway, and I'm home. Like what? Right, like right. you, you're playing chicken with your bosses. So no, he's not well, the asshole. No, he's not. I, the asshole. I, we talked. Yeah, I, I will say I, I have to get out of here in a few minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a couple of minutes. But I will say this: uh, I've been fortunate. I, even uh, aside from comedy, I've had quote unquote day jobs that I've actually enjoyed. And maybe I'm fully acknowledging the fact that maybe I enjoyed them because I knew subconsciously or actually consciously, I knew that those were not my career and I was never going to stay there long. I, so that was, you know what I mean? Me mentally that does make a difference when you go into a place and you think you're going to go in there for 25 years, 30 years. I knew people that worked. I had an office, I had a couple different office jobs, but I had office jobs where people were there for 30, 40 years, like literally like more, multiple people, mm -hmm. multiple employers doing the same job that I was doing fresh off the street. And I, I, I never hated it as much as other people in that job because I always knew my, I had an out. My out was comedy. So, but I will say that I did work for major Fortune 100 companies and all of them, the, both of them that I worked for would say, it is not allowed for you to come in off the clock. You are not allowed to work mm -hmm. off the clock. They were very adamant in that. And they were very adamant in being told that like, you can't do this. And once you're off the clock, you have to go home. You can't even stay on campus and hang out because they they don't they you know obviously for if anything happens to you and all this bullshit, you're not supposed to be there. But different types of industries also like yeah, different types of industries. So I will yeah, say that sales and stuff like that is a different. Yeah, I've story. been very fortunate enough to work because I've I've also felt that pressure. You know, like I've seen. Let me rephrase that. I've seen people who have felt that pressure. <laughs> I got to come in early. <laughs> Well, that's why I was making that joke about about like that the, his coworker who was lazy and did the bare minimum. That was fucking me. This is a direct quote from me, ten years ago, eight years ago, when we went in for reviews and they had this thing where you had to take a certain number of calls. It was a call center. You had to take a certain number of calls and you had to do certain number of tasks per day, and the number was a minimum. And that's what I got to, Jack. I will get to the fucking yeah, minimum. Yeah, yeah. And then when I was told, you're never gonna get a raise if you don't if you just do this, you're never gonna get you're never gonna get move up or whatever. And I thought I was doing something wrong in the sense of like I was gonna get fired. And I was like, and then when they told me that, I go, wait, but I can't get fired, but can I get fired no, for that? Yeah, and they like, no, would and they would be like, No, 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 you're never gonna get fired for that. I'm like, oh man, I don't give a fuck. I yeah. literally said Oh, then that's fine. That's not, yeah, that's all I care about. The agreement like, oh, we made. Get, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. The agreement we made was the bare minimum. 
right? Like, yeah, no, that's, the agreement that's, we that's, signed on was, was a bare minimum agreement. I'm going to do I what you signed that, over here. I said that to one of my supervisors that he was, somebody else was telling me that you got to keep going above and beyond, whatever. And I flat out said, just tell me how many pieces of flair you want me to fucking wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's all I needed. Just tell me how many pieces of flair. Because if you're telling me, 40 calls a day and 50, you know, fucking estimates, reviewing 50 estimates is the bare minimum. Tell me how much you want from me. Just right. tell me how many pieces of fucking flair I need to watch. And then my supervisor, my, the, the guy, my, my supervisor, not manager, my supervisor laughed because he got the reference and my manager and went right over his fucking hand. He's like, well, I mean, what? And I was just like, just fucking whatever. But like, that was, that's the conversation that Jennifer Aniston had in that, in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he was like, um, office oh, space, office space. which is another one that's on yeah, rotation you're, you're way more the, than Titanic. You're wearing, you're wearing the bare minimum flair. This is what I think of your flair. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta, I gotta go. You guys yeah. are great. Uh, follow me on Instagram. It's uh, only at Nary Signs. No, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love you guys. Until fuck you, Instagram. Step up. What? Shut up.